Welcome to Film Grain, official podcast of the Film Society of Northwest Pennsylvania and the Greater Erie Film Office. This week we have Fred Williams with us. I am Erica Berlin, the Executive Director of the Film Society of Northwestern PA. I'm John Lyons, filmmaker, teaching artist, and director of programming for the Film Society. And welcome actor and all-around great guy, Fred Williams. How are you doing, Frederick? Well, good, good, good. My friends call me Fred, so that's all right. You, you guys call me Fred. Everybody else calls me Frederick. <laughs> I had to throw it in there once, the official well, that, that, That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, Fred. We're so happy to have you. I mean... You've been a friend of the Film Society for a long time. Forever. Yeah. And thanks Forever. for having me on the podcast. I appreciate that. Of course. Of course. I think I think anyone listening now is very happy too because you've got the voice, Fred. Well you've got the voice. Well, you know, uh looking back in retrospect, that's how I got started. Is it? Well, why don't you tell us how you got started? Yeah, is that how you got started with voice voice acting? voiceovers that's what I uh that's what I went for and um or that's what I stumbled into not knowing where I was going how and far then, back uh, are we talking uh we're talking probably it was uh it was May of 2002 I was gonna say holy cow do you know the day <laughs> <laughs> no no but I know the month because what happened was uh I was in between jobs and I had uh, lost a job due to a shutdown. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people were telling me that I had a nice voice. And I don't know that, you know, because you don't hear yourself. Yeah. But um, people were telling me that because I was doing lecturing in churches and, and that type of thing. And um, I got to thinking, I said, well, if everybody's telling me I have a nice voice, maybe I can do some books online or, or something like that and yeah. get in voiceovers. And so I, uh, I joined a group that developed a website for me and I started advertising myself, okay, or promoting myself. But uh, I didn't know anything about promoting myself or anything. You know, I just stumbled into this website and I said, well, that would be good. So, so for $49, yeah. it, you know, I didn't have anything to lose, okay? And I, did, and I was having fun. And so you know, that's how it started. What and was your I first gig? This, well, then I met this one guy and, you know, he wanted me to audition for a movie he was making locally. In, in where? Where was this at? Erie, Pennsylvania? Oh, yes, it was. Okay. <laughs> Matter of fact, uh, his name was John C. Lyons. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day. So uh, how did we how did we get to the point of you? Did you you'll have to remind me, did did we meet before the audition for the film there are no goodbyes which is what you're alluding to or did you come in um with everybody else you know during the open casting call and we met through that process no uh you tapped in on my website so see and that website worked fred yeah <laughs> you tapped that's, in on that's my what website. i was coming around to the website yeah, you, worked yeah you tapped in on my website and you said that uh, you were uh in the process of uh, gearing up to make a movie. And would I like to audition? And you were having uh, uh, auditions, which, you know, I said, well, you know, I mean, I, you know, I never wanted to pursue that, you know, and, but, you know, it was interesting and I didn't really uh, 
have any links going into or any direction going into the voiceovers. And I said, eh, you know, well, well. <laughs> and basically to make a long story short, after missing the first audition, because That's right. I, I bailed out. You remember that? Yeah, I bailed I out, and uh, we talked. And I said, "What do you want, an old guy like me? <laughs> do I have a chance for anything like this?" <laughs> yeah, I remember we had we held a couple for that one. I'm glad that you came back. You know, looking back on it, I'm glad I did because this has been a very, very interesting journey. And since the uh, time of There Are No Goodbyes, I've been fortunate enough to stay within the uh, independent industry. And I've made probably 14 movies Yeah. Uh, since then. And my most recent movie was this summer called Bad Company. You filmed I mean, this summer? Yeah. Was uh, that we, with uh, Jack Rice? Yeah. Uh, uh -huh. he, yeah, yeah, he goes by Astro now. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, that's right. Astro. <laughs> so don't call him anything but Astro. Okay. <laughs> Understood. I, I learned that. No offense. Meant yeah. no offense. Sorry, Astro. But, but he uh, he called me a while back and he says, "Hey, listen, I have a father figure that I would like you to play." He said, "You would you'd be perfect at it." And I said, "Well, okay, that sounds okay." And then the pandemic came out, mm -hmm. and you know. He, he sent everybody uh, a bit of a script to, to go over and um, we Zoomed in. And at that time, uh, the Zoom auditions, it didn't work with me either. You know, I'm trying to get on with you. And it didn't work. It, it didn't work. So, so I was going to say, wait, you not work before? Hold on. No kidding. Right? So, so, so here, here he's up in New York City and two of his, uh, one of his buddies, they, they both graduated from... Uh, the Performing Arts Academy in New York City. And one of the uh, guys who uh, orchestrated it, he graduated from the University of uh, Tennessee uh, mm -hmm. for, uh, Performing Arts Academy. Cool. And between the three of them, we didn't really connect, but Astro, I've worked with him before. Okay. 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 And, and he, he knows what, you know, what I can do, what I've learned to do. Yeah. I've been, and for your information, I have been honing my craft a little bit anyway. But oh, uh, come on, you, you got natural ability. Yeah. <laughs> Since there are no goodbyes, I mean, what have you done to hone your craft? Well, uh, I, I think if you, if you look at some of the work that I've done, uh, you can find it on Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. You can look at uh, one of the, uh, I'm, I'm pretty proud of this, uh, Angel of Reckoning, which I played a detective, uh, Miles Trufant. So if you, if anyone out there wants to, to look at that, they can feel free to look it up on Amazon Prime, along with um, Hellcat's Revenge One and Two. Nice, I'm pretty proud of that. Now we have a. a these film. are Len Len Kabazinski. Each, yeah, each of are, these are Len Kabazinski. That, that's right. That's mm -hmm. right. The one is a pretty big part, Angel of Reckoning, but uh, the other two, I'm just support. But how I look at it, every part. Every actor, whether it's uh, a support or a lead, is very important to the to the making of the film. You know, there's no little parts because every part uh, does its job to make the movie, you know, what it is, you know. But what we're waiting for right now, we're waiting for the, the post-production to be completed on Brimstone Saint, in which I play... Uh, a real live uh, character, Bass Reeves, 
who was the uh, deputy uh, U.S. Marshal back in the 1870s. Okay, I can see that, yeah. Well, Fred, I'm curious because, okay, let's let's turn the clock way back. Okay. Say that somebody listening to this, you know, those first days, you had to kind of build up the nerve to audition, right? It was a new experience. Um, you hadn't done anything like that before. I was scared to death. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, maybe some people listening to this in the area, maybe they have natural talent as well. Uh, do you have any advice for, you know, getting making that first step you know, jumping in with both feet, like you know, getting over, you know, that internal, you, you know, your internal struggle is always the most difficult, right? That voice in your head talking you out of it all the time. How do, what advice do you have now that you've done 14 films, like to go for it each time? Well, you know, one of the things that helped me out was being a lector and being a lector in the, in the, uh, in the church. Uh, and, you know, I'm Catholic, so uh, we do have lectors in our, our church that speak on the Bible. And uh, what I did, I tend to get in the character that I was reciting, not realizing that I was blinded by that. I was hiding by the, you know, by the character that uh, I was talking about mm -hmm. in the lector. And anybody that has a feeling that, you know, they could be a character. I think that's the, if they, if they had that feeling, I would nurture it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I, I didn't know I, I had never acted before. Okay. And I find, I found myself like in playing sports, you know, when you play football or basketball or any of the one-on-one uh, -on -one sports and everything, you, you don't see the audience. Hmm. You don't see anything. So usually when uh, what I found as I was uh, developing the craft, I found that I was losing myself in the character. And I really wasn't paying attention to anything other than the character in the scene. Now, that could be taught, but I felt comfortable in doing that. Mm -hmm. and, and that is what helped me uh, to be a character actor. Okay. So kind of a, you have like a natural ability to, would you say like empathize with other people and put yourself in their shoes kind of? Thing? Yeah. If they find that they're, they're comfortable in hiding behind a character, you know, I think, uh, you know, they should run with it because, you know, it it's endless possibilities as far as, uh, being a character actor or, you know, being on stage, which, uh, I, stumbled into also i was never on stage so i didn't know how i would do on stage until uh i got there and i found out that uh, once i was playing the character and the scene started i didn't see the crowd that's the way it happened for a lot of people it may not happen that way but it should There's, yeah everyone every actor that i've talked to uh has had a similar uh feeling about themselves okay you know, and and I never acted before, and I, I what I wish I could have started earlier. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't want to give away your age. You know, you're somewhere in your thirties when you when you <laughs> start. <laughs> <laughs> but you you started late in life, right? So. Um, oh yeah, and I, you know, for 
you know, and, and that's, that's good and bad, you know, back when you're younger, you know, you're not really settled in on things and, and you're, you're, you're just popping around and, and you may not, you may pass something like that over, but since I was an age where I was more mature and I could see things maybe a little bit better than when I was younger. And, you know, we all, we all see things different when we're younger. We, we think we're immortal and everything else. And, you know, we have all the time in the world, but, but we really don't. If you are aspiring to be an actor and you, and you think you're going to make some money, you ain't going to make any money. Okay. You got to do it because you love it. You appreciate it when people see that in you you know, or see the character. They don't look at me uh, as Fred or hmm. Frederick, you know. They look at me as a character and that's, uh, that's a big part of uh, what I do when I'm out there. Who's an actor that you really look up to? Not because of his age and my age and that, but I, I do look up, at, uh, look up to uh, Morgan Freeman and I've, I've tried to get in touch with him hmm. to no avail, but I've tried to get in touch with him. <laughs> Because there's one time I wanted to, to uh, I sent him a letter and I told him that I wanted to, to do a, a story on his life. Oh, or, wow. Anyway. And, but uh, you wanted to be him when you grew up? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, did, I didn't go that far, but I, you know, I had aspirations in that area to be, mm -hmm. to do something, you know, to reflect on him, you know. And there was, at, at his age, there would be different uh characters or different people playing the different age groups you know till mm -hmm. uh, to his uh mature age that he is now uh, <laughs> but but you know it's uh right right now you're probably going to ask me where am i going to go from here after a bad summer and it was a bad summer too so uh but it's going to get better <laughs> but it is a, i'm in touch with a number of different directors uh maxi uh Kirky, uh he just uh, signed up with the Longgate. He's out of uh, Los Angeles. And, um, you know, there's another uh, friend of mine out of Toronto. They're putting something together now. Uh, his name is um, Mike Gregnia. And, and he, he does mid-range, uh, you know, anywhere between 500 to a million um, in indie movies. Nice. He's in that category. And, and real nice guy. I've met him, you know, a number of different times. And, you know, we talk and we become friends over this uh, affiliation with each other. I did a, um, a voiceover for him in a movie called um, Hadrian's Wall. And it was a short movie. And I played a border guard. Mm -hmm. and, and my kids played the, the husband and wife uh, oh, wow. to try to get through me. <laughs> oh, wow. That's yeah, cool. It, yeah. It was, How was uh, it working with your, with your family? Was that the first time? Yeah, that was the first time, you know, because I didn't, I didn't have, you know, he, he was sort of in a pinch and he says, Fred, I, he says, there's only voice I know that could do this is yours. So he says, uh, could you do this for me over uh, Memorial Day? So I do uh, voiceovers, you know, as a living, you know, too, mm -hmm. you know, uh, as much as I do um, acting when I can get, get a part. But uh, yeah, over Memorial Day, uh, I, decided to direct the kids as uh, man and wife. Yeah. Well, after I got them down to the point where they can't be the director, okay, uh, <laughs> it, they settled down and we, uh, he loved it. 
Oh man, that's he cool. It. And so he used it in this movie. And um, here recently, he he asked me to um, to do a movie with him, but I had to be up there uh, with a work visa, which we couldn't get through because mm. of the uh, pandemic. Yeah. So yeah, I none of us are allowed to leave the country, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So I I couldn't get up there to do it. Uh, so they're putting together a movie that will spend about five or six months uh, down south. Ooh. Okay. So uh, you know, he said that I was going to be a part of it. Okay. Wow. Okay. And, and so, but that's going into the new year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't well, release. I can't release the name of the movie right now, but uh, it's a it's a senior part. Hey, that's all right. You know, but uh, you know, I'm okay with that, and and my wife is okay with me uh, traveling for a few months uh, at different locations to do it. But we'll see how that goes, and people will hear about it. I think. Yeah. We'll, oh well, if it's filming for that long, it's got to have a, a bigger budget. So I'm I'm curious. Sounds. Sounds exciting. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious too. You know that they're taking uh, they're taking a chance with me and to see uh, if uh, I could run with the big boys. Oh yeah, heck yeah. Well, I, well you you don't know. You know, I, I've met some people and you know it. Uh, satisfied with where I'm at, my stage of acting right now. Yeah. Are you still, uh, so you're still doing the voice work. Are you still alternating? I mean, obviously this year is a outlier, but you know, do, are you still working on stage as well? Um, are you still kind of going back and forth between all of them? Well, the, the, the problem with stage around here, some of the parts, uh, you know, I, I can't get casted in some of the uh, things that are happening around the uh, local because there's no part for me to to fit in. Okay. So uh, as far as locally, I'm out. But I, I have been busy with, um, like this summer, I went down to um, Ohio, finished uh, Brimstone Saint. We had a couple, we had, oh, I don't know, three days of filming to do, you know, and th those were 12 to 16 hour days in the woods and everything else mm -hmm. that we, we, we needed to get those and, and get them right before the release of the movie. And, and, and that's going to go into bigger things uh, because there's some people waiting to, to see some of the actors in there. And so uh, I'm excited about seeing this and seeing how it comes out because uh, I've never played in a, a movie that I've had probably, I mean, there was not a scene that I wasn't in or involved in. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just waiting to see me, you know. And I'll only see it once because I probably won't see it again, you know, because you know, I'm, not, I'm not used to watching my old stuff. I just hear what, what people say about it. You know, you always, whatever project you're on, you always give it your all and you're a total team player. And, you know, you're always a big champion of the people you're working with and the film and stuff like that. Do you, um, you know, you're very involved in like the community is is that something that you kind of learned on your own or again just kind of a are you just kind of a natural social butterfly um what? if you will cuz that's an important part of the industry right is networking yep. and yes. you know everybody knows everybody and it's really important to have good impressions and well one one of the things that i 
I guess I, I, I learned this on the, on the way uh, where I'm at now is you never make it on your own. You know, you have to throw away the eye, okay? You can, never, you can never say, well, I did this and I did that without knowing that you had help along that way. And the, the, you know, with every play, with every movie, it's the synergy effect of everyone that uh, brings you to that level and beyond. And so it's, you know, I've had a lot of help, okay? And therefore I help whoever I'm around. If I can promote you, I promote you. It's not about me going anywhere, you know, because people are gonna like what you do or they're not gonna like what you do, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, people are real, real voiceful, you know? They'll, they'll, sure. they'll, they'll tell you whether <laughs> yeah. or not good or bad, you know, but- uh, Everyone's a critic. Oh yeah, and, 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 but that's okay. That's okay mm -hmm. because that's how you learn. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how you progress, you know? And uh, I just am fortunate to be around a lot of good people mm -hmm. who have helped me out and I promote them. You know, we're all on the same journey. Yeah. It's just that they're different journeys, you know? Yeah, but we're, yeah. on, we're, we're on a journey and especially in the arts and entertainment industry, you know, it, it, it's tough. Yeah, it's, it's tough. tough. You, you're especially as an actor. I mean, you guys, you put yourselves out there. You know, like you're bearing your soul. Oh yeah, and 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 a lot of people don't know how much work it is to be there. So you have to love it. Yeah. You're gonna get that much work in it, and you may not even the door may not even open for you. It's unbelievable. But but what I like about it, when people see you up there and uh, or on the screen, and they they say, well wow, I like that character, you mm -hmm. know? That makes you feel good, you know? I mean, I, I, I like that. So I hid behind the character. They didn't see me as uh, this guy. They saw me at, uh, I played as uh, one judge one time, Judge William Axe. Mm -hmm. And it was just a little part, but it was such a big scene. <laughs> it, it was such a big scene and, you know, I just fell right into it, you know, like yeah. I was. Judge William Max, like I was going to give myself five years. See, <laughs> so they know what everybody else was going to get. Is there um, certain types of roles or certain films or projects that you've, you know, kind of not to let the cat out of the bag, but like a certain kind of project you really wished would land on your plate, or a certain kind of character you'd really like to um, play that you haven't had a had a chance to yet maybe somebody listening is working on a script you know you never know well yeah you, you never know i as long as it has meaning you know uh, i'm getting to the point where you know i'm looking at scripts and i've seen a lot of them and i would like to decide what is good for me and what would be good for the audience mm-hmm Okay, and you know, I'm diversified. I've played a lot of different roles. And so I've played from doctors to, you know, to a lawyer, to, you know, a marshal, a, a, a cop, a, a detective, a, you know, a judge. I, I've played a number of different parts in uh, a ranch hand, <laughs> you know, uh, driving Miss Daisy. I did uh, 
I did a play drive driving Miss Daisy, which probably was the best play I ever I ever did because where'd you do that one at? I did that for um, people on the move. Mm -hmm. And I did that with um, a director and you probably know him, Greg Snyder. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's out in, uh, I think, Arizona right now. Uh, I was filming Brimstone Saint and he wanted me to play that role, but I couldn't do it because I was, I was filming out of town. Uh -huh. And he, so I said, well, I, I, I can't do it. I said, it's a great uh, part. I said, I would love to play. Uh, and it was the, uh, the movie version of uh, Driving Miss Daisy with uh, uh, Morgan Freeman. And I, I, I was sick because I couldn't do it. Oh, man. As you know, I work for Lowe's or I'm in limbo right now. But, um, uh. you know, I'm, I'm in an aisle and this guy taps on my shoulder. And, and it's great. I turned around. He says, well, I got you now. He says, you're here. He says, you still want to, I still want you to do Morgan Freeman's uh, uh, Driving Miss Daisy. So, <laughs> so we did it at Northeast. Okay. And there was only three of us who tore it up. Oh, that's awesome. People, people were crying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it, it was, oh, the, the only thing I regret, we didn't do it another week. Uh -huh. we, only, we, we did it for three weekends we were really on yeah uh, the last week and we didn't really want it to end <laughs> oh that's when you know you're you're in it good right oh yeah we we were in it and the three of us we had to do the the stage changes and everything oh it man was, wow yeah we, we did it out of northeast and the people that missed that they they missed a good one can you um i remember when uh you know, when we were filming There Are No Goodbyes, and I remember you telling something to Matt King, who was uh, one of your, your co-stars, yeah, and yeah. that always stuck with me. You, you said that, um, that you had his voice or something always in your head, and you were always talking to him in your kitchen, because you were kind of walking around the right. island yourself, <laughs> right. Right. like rehearsing and practicing. Yeah, That's I mean... Right. Because I think a lot of people like in the movies and and stuff like that, you know, when you see actors portrayed as rehearsing, they always have like their friend there. There's always somebody that's reading the lines usually poorly off of them. Right. right. Can you talk about, um, you know, kind of like getting in into the character yourself and in your own time and spending that that time on that? And I'm curious if you still do it the same way uh, with I, your roles since then. Y yes, I do. Um one of the things that happens my, when my wife, uh, when she knows that I'm getting ready to uh, create a character, um, she lets me be by myself. I have, it seems like I have to be by myself a lot. Mm -hmm. And I spend the time alone in my bedroom. We have a real big bedroom. So I, I set up my bedroom like wh whatever the scene is mm -hmm. in my mind, and the atmosphere is the same, okay? okay. And then I, I talk to these, uh, these characters and I hear it in my head. You know, I know their parts. I know what they're gonna say to me. Wow. Okay, so uh, that's what I do. And I stay in my bedroom for hours and I'm like that until, uh, like in Driving Miss Daisy, I had to learn how to have a Southern accent, which I don't have anymore. <laughs> you know? and, and, <laughs> And what I did was, uh, you know, I was, even as I was in the stores uh, at Lowe's, I was, um, I was actually uh, uh, Hulk. 
you know, <laughs> you know, and I, I would start talking and they, and they would, they would start, they said, <laughs> they said, you know, you could really do that. <laughs> and I said, huh? <laughs> you know, cause I, I, I'd be talking to them like, you know, like I was, oh, not as I was the, if I was just talking to them, like I was actually home. Southern accent, uh, you know, uh, all the women I would, I would call Miss Daisy and everything. I, you know, I just had that in my mind. Yeah. And my wife, uh, she just about, uh, then I started on her once I got comfortable with the, with the part. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would do the scene. Yeah. And she would say, will you stop that? You know, <laughs> that's the name of the thing. And, you know, but uh, yeah, I, uh, that's funny. You know, for me, I, I create all the other characters too. So you kind of learn all the all the lines, basically, oh, yeah, is what I, you're saying. The whole, the whole script. Yeah, I did a play called um, uh, with uh, All in Act Theater, uh, Twelve Angry Men. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Uh -huh. Okay, and I played uh, I played Ozzy uh, Davis's part. And what I did, I set my bedroom up with the eleven other jurors, Whew. and I had tags on all the all the spots where they were. Okay. And I talked through the whole play in my bedroom with these 12 little tags with their juror number one, two, and that type of thing. That's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, so then when we got to it, and that, and I, the, the cast and crew was great. Yeah, it was I think it was, well, I think it was one of the better plays mm -hmm. that uh, has shown in Erie and mm -hmm. people that admit, there's a lot of people still talking about it. But uh, if yeah, you know uh, Dave uh, Mitchell, mm -hmm. you know, he puts on he and Larry uh, Lewis, they put on good uh, shows yeah. and they can. It was uh, it was a great show. But when I talked to getting back to uh, There Are No Goodbyes, remember, that was my first movie. Yeah, well, sure. <laughs> of course. First movie. And I, I never rehearsed or anything with anybody, I had never acted before. So the only thing I could do was create a character in my mind. And when my wife would leave the room or go to bed or something, I would be walking around the island in the kitchen, you know, talking to this guy like, um, you know, like he's actually there. And, you know, that that's how that uh, character developed. That's how it worked. I knew exactly his attitude and uh, my attitude towards him. and. I was just hoping that his attitude was really like that once we got to acting, and it, and it was, it was. All right, Fred, one more question then we'll let you go. Okay. What is your, what's your dream role? Hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my great dream role? Um, I, would, I would like to test my range. I don't know how, far my range could go. And, and I've had some directors tell me, they said, you know, you don't know uh, until you've been tested and you, you should be tested. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would think, I mean, in my mind, what I'd like to play, I'd like to play a very deep role where the character the character is, I'm totally involved in the character and it's not me. If you know me, mm -hmm. it's really not me. You know, you want to disappear. Totally, you know, totally. In demeanor, everything, you know, and, and you say, wow, 
he really played that or wow you know that type of thing yeah was that yeah, was fred he... whoa <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't even know, recognize him <laughs> right. you, you see that in movies where you know the actor and you've seen the actor in other movies i'd like to i'd like to play a deep part where you know we uh I'm challenged. Okay. I'm really challenged. That may involve, you know, that may involve shaving your mustache, Fred. I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it takes, I can do that. Okay. (laughs) That's a good actor for you. That's a good actor willing to shave the mustache. The iconic look. He will turn the in the iconic, iconic look, look of Fred Williams. <laughs> well, I'd say I'd say that's a brave man. Well, I look forward to that. You know, keep acting, Fred, because yeah, everything that we've seen so far is awesome, and you only can go you you only can go further. You only can get better. So I appreciate that. You know, um, that you, role's coming. That role's coming. Your dream role is in your future. Well, I I hope so. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I just hope so. I. Like I said, I, I, I love doing it, uh, uh, the right part. And you never know when the door will open for you, you know, mm-hmm. but as glad as you guys like it and you, you, you've liked me enough to add me to your list of uh, people that you wanted to brought, uh, podcast of course. with. Of course. You know, That's right. I, I appreciate that. Uh, we of appreciate course. you, Fred. Okay. That's right. Thanks for, it's been great seeing you again and catching up in these strange, strange times. Strange times. Yep. Thanks for getting on Zoom with us and thanks for being with us today. And thank you if you're listening to the podcast. Thanks for being with us. And I have to say, if you're listening and you like the podcast, please like and uh, rate us, you know, on your podcast. Give us a rating. Right. Write us a review. You know, we don't really ask for that very often and uh, we, we'd appreciate it. So other people know that you like us and uh, write us, write us a nice review. Tell us if, how great we are. If you got I, a good script, send it to Fred Williams. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, or you, you can se- send it to us, care of Fred Williams. Well, 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 one thing I will do, I, I, like I said, I promote those who, uh, who follow me and promote me also. Um, like I said, we're on the same journey. I appreciate you guys having me on your show. Um, I will follow up uh, with uh, some comments and review. Oh, awesome. I, oh, I, nice. I do that. So. Awesome, so, Fred. Oh, that's great. We'll put, know, I, I we'll put this, sh- yeah, we'll put this show all over Facebook and all over the social media, so. Yeah, it'll be out on Monday. We'll release okay. it next week. Well, yep. edit good. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you hear that, Britain? Editing yeah, Britain. good. That's right. Well, okay, Fred, thank uh, you so much, man. Be, yep. be safe out there. You too. Okay. Wear your mask. Yes. Don't do anything risky. That's you know? right. No, no problem. Okay, Take guys. Care. Have a good one, Fred. All right, Fred. Okay, thank you very much, and have a nice holiday season. You too. You Happy too. holidays. Happy holidays. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. That's been our episode. Thank you to Fred Williams for joining us. Make sure you follow the Film Society of Northwestern Pennsylvania and the Greater Film Office on social media. You'll find all the tags and links in the show notes for this episode. Until next time, this was Film Grain.